that bop fumbles back. Oh, what was that? That was the lowest budget intro you've ever done. Like, you literally just... Oh, what are you doing with your life? Doing another one of these recordings? Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. That's right, guys. We are back. It is the butt fumble, but not during just like a proper butt fumble, you know, this is the weekly review, chucking under the title of the butt fumble, because, you know, we're going to get the name out, past the pod. Um, look, this isn't coming back from retirement, I think I'm probably, actually, I don't know, never say never, for, some, for those who haven't heard it, then keep living your life, you are one of few people in this league that have managed to save yourself that asshole and I recommend you just listen to literally anything else um, but it's my turn on the weekly review I'm going to go through some details of um, how the matchups went some uh, key points talk about a couple of things but firstly who loves a pointless fact because we've got a doozy Courtesy of Saxon. Alright, this is the first time in the side's history where we've had three matchups. Three matchups with managers' names that begin with the same letter. We'll take that one in. Dan versus Duncan. Jag versus Jez. Sam and Seamus. That's huge. Like, that's possibly the best fact I've ever heard. Like, I don't know how you're going to top that, but anyone who has any more pointless facts, I'd love to hear them. Chuck them in the comments, like and subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, we'll get into it. Um, loads to talk about. How many injuries there are? Like, it's unreal. Um, I don't know, I'm going to have my gripe when I get around to it. But just looking at it, like, Robbie Gould, he's a kicker. He injured his groin in warm-up. He's placed on IR. You're a kicker. Just give up. You're 38 years old. You're injured as a kicker. Like, can't even, can't even deal with it. The most pointless thing position, these guys. But get that rant over. Anyway, you know what it's like. If you've heard it before, and we need those just beautiful little transitions, so... Get ready for it. We'll start off with our first matchup of the week. Alright, we'll get the first one out of the way. We'll get me versus Saxon. I just do it real fast and just, just get it over and done with. But unreal performance from. Um, Sacks, like 110 points, you can't be upset with that. After scraping two disgusting wins in the first two rounds, he's now jumped to 4-0, and you've got to put him right up there as a favourite to take it all, the way his uh, team is slowly building together. Um, you just look at it, Jalen Hurts looking like he's going to be the new Lamar Jackson style because he just went in doubt, run the ball, 
get some yards, get the occasional fumble, and uh, have a pretty average completion rate for your throws. But you know, that's 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 Lamar right there. You know, you look at it, and he's like barely scraping fifty percent on some of these throws, but getting good touchdowns, he's getting a lot of brush yards, pretty much all of Philly's offense goes through him, so great pick up there. Um, you go through the others, you got Kamara doing really well, you know, below his projection, but the fact that he's getting 80% of snap count now is like the first time he's had that in his career, so that's going to be huge for him. And you go through the freaking 37, 8 point combination of Washington players, who's ever said that one before out loud? Yeah, Gibson and McLaurin, excellent pairing. Can't be upset with those. Um, and it just, yeah, you know, obviously you can tell I really want to talk about this one. Justin Jefferson is going to be the new Thielen. He's taken all the yards. Thielen is, in my opinion, just touchdown dependent. So that's going to be a hard one to really judge. And you look at, yet again, another Dolphins backfield. Garbage. Miles Gaskin, three yards. That's harsh. But... Once again, Miami's backfield is going to be one to avoid. I still remember the year where Fitzpatrick was their leading rusher. That's how bad their run game is. And it hasn't improved at all. No surprise. Um, more points for Saxon. James Conner, is he actually good? Like, does he actually have a chance in this offense? I mean, he finally got away from the Steelers, who have no offense. So that could be a positive for him. And uh, the biggest talking point could help Patterson. What the actual fuck? Like, I, I don't know. I'm speechless. He's a dude who's like special teams. And now he's going out and not only is he getting a handful of receptions, back-to-back weeks of 82 yards, three touchdowns this week, he kicks up the rushing yards like he's... On track for, I think his worst week is about 70 scrimmage yards, and he's had two weeks over 100, so he's actually turning into a weapon. Um, and the best thing about him is he's a running back and a wide receiver. So you've got plus flex, you've got five slots you can put him into if, if you, you know, actually want to roll the dice with him. So it's looking really up for Saxon's team. I hate to say it out loud, but, yeah, you know, it's... The question is, you know, what do you do with them? Like, do you play Connor? Do you play Patterson? Um, Gibson's got the questionable tag. Obviously, you play Kamara. Um, you know, it's a little head scratcher, but on the definitely on the up. Uh, go over to my team, and we'll just go through this really quick. Dak and Amari combining yet again. You know, that's going to be just that boom or bust type of scenario where I'm either having a great week with them or a terrible week. Um, Miles Sanders' his touches has gone down. He's seven carries, no yards. Um, and he's not getting much of the passing action either, so that's going to be concerning going forward. Derek Henry is the clear RB1 of this league and probably will finish that way. The dude is an absolute tank. The fact, like, even if he's not actually playing well, he's still getting 30 to 40 touches a game. Like, that's guaranteed fantasy points. Um, Cooper Cup... Hopkins, disappointing weeks, um, but Cup's upside has been phenomenal this season. He is pretty sure he's also the wide receiver one. So that's 
an upside for there. We go injuries like a Thomas injured in the first quarter. Ignore that because injuries are going to turn my head in. <sighs> Just trying to race through these. Basically, it's a mix of emotions. Josh Jacobs is back for the Raiders, dominating the backfield. Barber, who had an unreal week three, was it? It's like zero touches. Kenyon Drake, no touches. So, Jake's is back to dominating the backfield. Problem is, every game the Raiders have played, they've been losing. So, if they get the lead, he can get the ball. And then everyone's happy. Well, just me. But, to me, that's everyone. But yeah, tough week. Congratulations to Saxon. But, we move on. We come back stronger. Now, I'm going to move on to next matchup. We have got... I'm just looking through my notes. Can you believe it? I've actually got notes. Came a little bit prepared. We've got Jack and Jez. Right. Now. I told Jack about this. That as soon as those waivers went through, I said, you're going to regret not going for Hubbard. Now, Hubbard actually didn't actually have a great week. But it's sort of like that confidence of, you know, having your backup covered. Because... I don't see him going back into free agency, realistically. You know, you give the McCaffrey backup, you've got to hold on to him, right? So that could be more of a loss than just what McCaffrey's out for if he gets hurt again. Um, but yeah, tough week. Fourth and 20, Chez getting a 10-point win over Jack Clyde and Zeke. Go Zeke. Not a great scoring game, 92 to 82. I'm going to quick through it. Um, Jez getting away with the, uh, the Brady-Rogers mix-up. Brady only 11 points, Rogers had, if we do a quick scroll down, I think it was 20 odd, 24. So, I mean, if he, you know, you get your QB option right, that's an extra 13 points, 105 is much more respectable total. Um, Kyler Murray, decent, 22. Go through it, single Jerry, not too bad, considering, you know, Buffalo's run game hasn't, isn't ever that great. Um, the trade options, man, Jez, you have come out on top so far. Uh, the James Robinson combo with uh, Jonathan Taylor, 19 and 17 points. You're laughing. Looking really, really good for there. Um, so we go through it all. DK Metcalf, good game. Mike Gazeki having his best game of the year. I mean, that's a little bit, you know, oh, lucky. Would you say lucky? Against the Colts? No. I mean, it's a lot of points. It's not that big a deal. Um, one of the main points out of this matchup is is OBJ kind of done for fantasy relevance 27 yards and a carry only two catches like Cleveland's a run team it's just they're getting 25 to 30 or sometimes 40 rush attempts like they're just a run team OBJ is just to me he could be irrelevant right now um we go through, what else have we got? Jack's concerns, no CMC again. Um, who's going to carry the team going forward? Now, he did splash out on Damian Williams. Now, you want to hope he comes through for you, but, you know, that looked like a panic buy to me. You missed out on Hubbard, and now you're just desperate for a running back. But look, prove me wrong. Yep, if he comes out and smashes me this week, actually, no, I'm going to be really pissed off. But 
you know, that's why I say these things, to create voodoo magic in the air, to ruin my life. Um, quick to go through, what can we sort of see about the rest of it is basically the fact that between Sachs and Jez, they're both really strong teams. you got Devontae Adams, you got Mike Evans. Mike Evans, very hit and miss, but on the up. James Robinson, um, Jonathan Taylor. you got Najee Harris, who's having a pretty good season today. Like, there's depth. There's depth on that bench, too. The question is... If there are actually any elite players, guys, that are going to get you, you know, those 20 pluses, or they're just going to be those, a mix of teams. So it'll be interesting to see going forward. Um, but yeah, good win to Jez. Pushes up to four and that was a three and one. Uh, drops Jack down to also three and one. So competition's getting tight. It's going to be interesting going forward. See how these guys go in the next few matches. Alright, we are now going on to matchup of the week. Two teams, no wins. Struggles are us, Sam. You just. It's what you set yourself up for failure with some of these names you pick. I haven't seen one positive team name from you yet. The next year, I want the most positive, over-the-top attitude you've ever seen. Um, Seamus, I'm not even sure what to make of your team name. I can only imagine it's currently what you feel like about your team. Uh, Very leaky and very ugly. But you got a good win. Daniel Jones coming through strong. Um, some questionable quarterback decisions to this day, but if you miss out on a big one, it's streaming options from there, and you picked a good one. Um, Jones against New Orleans is actually a surprising game to have 26 points, but fair play. Worked out well for you. Go through. Um, we do the running back matchups. Aaron Jones, a bit quiet. Still had almost 100 yards and the fumble because everyone loves to fumble the ball in the NFL. Ball security is so, so bad. Uh, you go to the other side. One guy who didn't have a fumble this week is Chris Carson, which is surprising because we all know that he loves to fumble it. There was a year where he fumbled it like every second week. It was insane. Like he'd book up 150 yards, touchdown, fumble. That was a Carson week. Um, I think Saxon had him through all that and I just ripped into him. Um, we go through Darrell Henderson. He's looking like the clear lead back at the Rams, which is surprising to say out loud because it's the Rams. But yeah, great pickup for there. Another 11 points there. I think he's going to be a consistent double digit for the rest of the season. Definitely worth holding on to. Um, tough one on the uh, on the other side though with Damian Harris, but like. I called it in week one when it was Cowboys. I think it was the Cowboys versus the Bucks. Tampa's run defense, best in the league. Pass defense, worse in the league. So just don't pick up any. <laughs> if, if your running back is playing Tampa, whoever it is, just bench him. Unless it's Derrick Henry. I'll never bench Derrick Henry. But. It's just garbage, right? He had four carries for minus four yards. An offset. Um, move down to some wide receiver action. DJ Moore and Tyreek Hill had a monster game. 
you thought you'd sink 113 yards, two catches, uh, two touchdowns, no catches. Unreal game. Mm, let's go over to Tyreek Hill. 186 yards, 11 catches, three touchdowns. Disgusting. That is why he is a first round, second round pick. DJ Moore on the other side. Unbelievable season. Really, really good season. His least, his worst game for this season. 9 point. 9.4 points, I believe. So I'm trying to read it on a very old computer. It's just disgusting. But he is improving each week and definitely someone you'd want to be pretty much looking in for the team. Another guy who's like that, of course, Stefan Diggs. Great game. Another 114 yards. This dude has been fire since going over to Buffalo. It's not been his as clean a season as we've seen from him but he's only had one, t- one touchdown and you just know that that's, he's just going to have a breakthrough he's getting double tinted targets just about every week you just know a touchdown's around the corner um, we go down the other side Tyler Lockett quiet but, you know he starts hot goes quiet that's Tyler Lockett for you not much on the tight ends no offense with the touchdown good for him Brandon Cooks quiet game not as quiet as Mike Williams uh, one catch for 11 yards but Cooks, now, I like when you look at the trade and how poorly it's panned out so far, Shamus. Cooks has had two games over 100 yards. This has been his worst game, right? Five catches, 47 yards. In week run, he had five catches, 132 yards. He's playing Buffalo. Buffalo's a good defense, right? They, they won 40-0. They've got to be a good defense. Next game's New England. That's tough. After that, Colts, Arizona, Rams, Miami. By Tennessee, Jets, Indiana, Seattle, Jacksonville. There's actually good matchups. And they're going to be trialing. Right? And he's going to get the ball thrown to him. He's, this week didn't work out. That's fine. Week 2, 14 targets. Week 3, 11 targets. Right? This dude has serious potential to be a really high upside wide receiver too. Um, and then we scroll through, and pretty much what's decided this match is the Pills uh, <laughs> defense, 23 points. Atlanta defense, zero. Why would you play Atlanta's defense in any matchup? Baffles me. Let's have a look and see. Oh, yeah, let's see. Why Why would Why would we play Atlanta's matchup? Oh, yeah. 32 points conceded against Philly, 36 against Tampa. Oh, you only considered 14 against New York. What, the Giants? Wow. And you're up against Washington. They have six points collectively, fantasy points. Six points in four games. I hope you learn your lesson. Honestly, it's just... Just not a good play. Buffalo, fully understand. Playing Houston, Buffalo's defense, amazing. Buffalo bullshit, as Seamus has nicknamed them. Four intercepts, three sacks. No points conceded. Fumble recovery. 23 points. And that's literally on you the game. You go through and we've got some potential upside on these benches. Lap Murray. 18 carries. And 18 carries is a start. Anywhere. And that's going to be upside. Mike Davis didn't have a good game even though he got a touchdown. But he's still the lead back on a terrible team. So there is chance for him to have that upside. Chase Edmonds. Splitting time with Connor. 
Excellent game though, 12 carries, 120 yards, plus a few catches. You go to the other side. Uh, okay, Gainwell's picked up. Now, on paper it looks alright, but it's only because they're losing. He has the pass option. He had a few carries and did well, but he is going to be the pass passing option. I'm saying that hopefully that he doesn't take over Sanders as the lead back. Um, go through a DB. Debo Samuel, insane, 156 yards, two touchdowns, 27 points. Alan Robinson, not much happening there. God, each year I say it. Poor Alan Robinson, such a talented wide receiver, constantly with no one to play with. He's just had the worst teams and worst quarterbacks. And he's just, he's just always undervalued, just always underperforms in fantasy. Um, but yeah, really big win for Seamus. Hopefully, we start to see these two teams turn around because we do want them. We want that league to be tight. We want it to be interesting. We don't want people to lose interest. By the time we get to like week seven, week eight, you know. Um, but yeah, we've got Seamus. Sam, keep trying. We'll turn that struggles or us into success or us for next year. Uh, and let's move on to our final matchup, which is what have I put on? Oh no, I'm in week five. I have to look at week four. It's oh the worst matchup of the week. Bad Juju versus the Brave Allens. This game sucked. Like you guys just that was disappointing. 74 to 70, like that's I mean if I was doing this recording for week one I'd have the exact same for Antidum Saxons win and yeah, maybe even for my own one when I had an 80 point just 80 point win, whatever it was um, but yeah we go through it not bad for the quarterbacks, Ross Wilson 22, Josh Allen 20 expect from them, so not too bad. Josh Allen, you probably expect more in a 40 mil win. He did have an intercept, and he just like after a while, you just don't need to really do anything, you just run the ball, pretty much. Uh, you go through it and Nick Chubb, only 10 points, which it's, it's weird to say out loud for Chubb to say only 10 points because, you know, it's, it's not like that's bad. It's over 100 yards. Right, but um, you just expect more from him, and I mean, it's you know, the difference between that is it's just a touchdown, and he'll get touchdowns, no doubt about it. Andre Swift, a little bit concerning because I'm pretty sure there's a whole bunch of sharing the ball around in that backfield. Um, yeah, like Jamal Williams to uh. All the, all the touches, 14 touch, fourteen carries to uh, compare to 8, which was uh, very surprising and creates a huge spanner in the works in terms of who's going to take over that lead roll down. Um, you go to the other side, Joe Mixon, another good game, 12 points, touchdown, injured. And this is what we're going to cover for David, because there's no backup. He's got Mixon's backup. And that's it. Dalvin Cook did nothing. Yep, Dalvin Cook's got problems with his injuries. And that's why he was limited. 
but I mean you can't have a, your wide your running back one injury prone your running back two injured your running back three the backup to your running back two that's not a good situation to be in that's concerning um but he remains confident. Yeah, you're three and one. You can be confident with that. That's okay. We keep going through to uh, some more receivers. Marquise Brown had another good game. He's having an excellent season. Three touchdowns, double-digit points every week, except for the t- week he didn't have a touchdown. So upside. It's got good upside. Um, let's go to the other side. Thielen, quiet. Thielen's yards has been significantly dropped over the years. He's been touchdown dependent. That being said, he's got four touchdowns. So he is very good touchdowns and he is worth a start because odds are he's going to get a touchdown right, he's four games, three of them he's had a touchdown you know, it's a 75% chance of a touchdown, play it um, you go to the other side Juju, nothing we say it every year Juju is nothing now yet he keeps getting drafted, it's amazing um, you go also to another nothing, Marvin Jones who started the season well but dropping off Catches, targets are up, but catches have been six is his highest in the game. It's not enough. Especially that he's, you know, that just screams touchdown dependent. Um, you know, probably what's the biggest decider is the tight ends. Waller got a touchdown, won the game for him. Kelsey, 23 yards. It's, what do you say that about Kelsey? That's his worst week before that was 76. So you do the math there, that's 53 yards less than his previous worst week for the season. Lost, would have won the match. So 100% blame Kelsey for that. Go off on him. Uh, Chris Godwin. Good game. Nut. I'm not even reading these anymore. Like, I'm just so tapped out, I guess. I haven't done these in so long that I just forget, like, what I'm doing. Like, it's just so unstructured um but yeah he started season well dropped off his catches are low on tampa it's spreading around a lot evans is going up tony brown gronk's injured but gronk was a lot of touchdowns so that's a hard one to say hubbard man 50 odd dollars for hubbard that's huge and like he's don't you'll dominate touches for sure but you need better. You need you need double digits, man. You can't spend over fifty bucks for someone and not double digits. I know what you're saying for me for Elijah Mitchell and me. Look, I'm seeing long-term prospect investment. Yep. If he has one game and shoots fifteen points in this season, then I'm counting that as a win. Um, but you know, you got to you got to spend it to have any opportunity at winning. If any guy you hold your fab, it's just not worth it. You haven't got long before the season starts to take shape. You've got to take risks early on. And that's me justifying my spending. Um, but yeah, like so then you go through, go to the benches. Hunt, 14 points, 15 carries, 14 carries, man. Chubb, you could just be it. Just play him. Chubb and Hunt, just play him each week. Don't care about anything else. Just take your risk. Play him. It could work out for you. On the other side of that, David, don't take the risk. Don't play the Denver running backs. The fact that you're just chilling with them on your bench as your third and fourth drafted running backs and you don't know what to do with them is 
hilarious. Because they're just rotting away. Like, you've got to make a decision on what you want to do. Um, but yeah, in the end, a win puts David to 3 and 1. Matt drops down to 1 and 3. The league's starting to take shape. We've got one undefeated team. We've got four teams at 3 and 1. And then we've got a gap. It's separating four teams at 1 and 3. And still one team without a win. That can change so fast, and we know it. All right, we can see it. One injury, one good pickup, one spark of form. Everything can change just like that. Great to see guys really active in the fab. Damien Williams went for 40 bucks. Four bids, $20 and higher. Six bids in total. Even guys like Alex Collins went for $10, and we don't even know what his role's going to be. You go the same for um, uh, Perrine, Perrine, whatever. Bengals back up, 10 bucks. Pats D went for eight bucks. Guys are not afraid to spend and it's good to see. Yeah, want to see some risk, have a bit of fun with it and just get involved. Get the chat going, get the rivalries going. 